welcome to the Self-Help Podcast, a weekly no-nonsense guide dedicated to your emotional health and well-being. Presented by entrepreneur Edward Lamb and psychotherapist Sean Orford. For more information, visit liveinthepresent.co.uk. Okay, let's go. Okay, hello. Welcome to episode 430 of the Self-Help Podcast. With me, Ed Lamb, and my good pal, Sean Orford. How are you doing, Sean? I am good. I've just had a little bit of time away, which has been nice in the Cotswold, and in um, something happened then. What happened? Oh, I think you switched something the camera happened. off. You're back. You're back. There you go. I'm back. I'm back. So, now we've been to the Cotswold and to Yorkshire, uh, which was nice just to get away for a bit. Um, both quite isolated situations. So, in Yorkshire, we were climbing on the fells on our own which is yeah i saw some cool pictures did you meet did you meet a horse somewhere on one of your travel oh yeah yeah there was this white horse that was so weird because it's it's on the middle of this fell and um it um was completely fine with us you know and reed was going right up to it and taking this picture and it didn't didn't bat an eye it was like hi yeah you know it was okay do you think it would run away it's great Yep. Very nice. Um, well, yeah, same. We've, we're just back from two weeks in good old Northumberland again. So we had a week in a house and then a week in our caravan, which was brilliant. Yeah, um, which is lovely. And we came back um, because we were hoping this month to be in our camper van, which would yeah. have included coming up to see you in uh, Northumberland. And um, it was a month late. So we came back on the Monday and the caravan was visited, was delivered on the tuesday so that's uh, lots of fun <laughs> well i know i've just had a very quick look at look at it out through your camera but i'm gonna have to come and have a proper look around but i believe you've been having people around for tea and coffee in the back of it in uh, on your driveway yeah, yeah yeah we're going to open a restaurant on the, the front of the house i think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i know you're gonna have some good yeah. good adventures in that and we will we'll record we will record an episode or two in the back of it i'm sure yeah we'll yeah we need to do that yeah I'll go have the coffee on and we can just chill out there. Be good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cool. All right. Yeah. So uh, for those that are new to the show, uh, liveinthepresent.co.uk for all the show notes and links. Uh, All the previous episodes are on there too. And you can sign up for our mailing list on the homepage and you get some free meditation files sent to you as well. Morning and evening relaxation meditation Mm -hmm. files. Um, So yeah, do that if you can, if you haven't already. Um, so yeah, we're talking this week, Sean, about kind of back to normal-ish uh, and kind of, well, the, the title of your blog is Are You Allowed to Attend? And is, So is this just a kind of a getting back to normal? Well, it, no, it, it started off. Um, and and when I say I've had quite a few people, I mean probably about seven or eight people who have started to be quite angry, I guess, with people that haven't been vaccinated mm. or people that won't wear masks, that kind of stuff. And, and the pinnacle was the couple who were getting married who have said that if people have not been double-jabbed, they're not welcome to come to their wedding. And that um, effectively means disrupting the whole of their extended family um, because it's, there are people in there that they know haven't been jabbed. Yeah. And that's, that, that's one of their reasons for saying, no, no, you can't come. Yeah, big big ramifications that isn't it when you start to kind of isolate members of the family and uh i mean I, i've got 
I know of one person, I think, uh, in my kind of circle of friends who has refused or said no thanks to the vaccination. I don't, ex- he's not a super close friend, so I'm not exactly, I don't really know him well enough to ask, but uh, um, people have their reasons, don't they? So sometimes, yeah, you can't be sure, but I guess we are we in danger of creating a bit of a two-tier society? Yeah. And I've said to people, surely... Um, if if you've had the jab, then you're you're protected. So it's like, what what's the big fuss? What's the big deal? Um, because if you've had the jab, and uh, the person who's going to be the most vulnerable is the person who hasn't had the jab, surely. Mm. Um, and and people then are getting on their their high horses about it's the principle, and you know people don't respect other people. And, and you should be wearing a mask and having a jab in respect to other people, all that kind of stuff. Um, and it, it was getting quite heated. But the, the other thing that surprised me, I, I put it in the in the blog, is the amount of people that, because now people are being expected to go back into their offices. So they're, they're expected to go back to work and start working from home. And I've got people refusing to share an office for someone who hasn't had the vaccine. And they they won't work with them, you know that whole whole idea. Yeah, we're we're into an we're into an interesting phase, aren't we? If you can call it that, because I've just been on the Guardian website, assuming that we all we're all in agreement that that's a you know a trustworthy place to get our data from. But the the daily deaths today is two hundred and seven, which is actually up quite a bit on last week. It was quite low yesterday, I thought. It's obviously so we're still getting through whatever six, seven, eight hundred people die in a week from this particular condition, you know, and people, I don't know, is it 500 people a day die in the UK anyway from various other things and old age and stuff. So yeah. um, we've obviously in the UK to gone, taken the route of kind of living with the virus, haven't we, and kind of accepting yeah. a certain amount of death and, you know, life is, is continuing. So obviously as a community, we're, I guess we're kind of, we're okay with that, even though, Maybe we're not. I don't know. It's a strange time, though, isn't it? So, yeah, as, as we head into winter now and autumn initially, what do you, uh, yeah, what do you envisage going on in terms of the national psyche? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think that that we are dependent on whether there is an increase because if there is an increase, the people that are are feeling justified in in having the vaccination and everything else are blaming the others. So we have the, the example of the Cornwall Festival, where over 500 people ended up infected from mm. there. You know? um, now, how, how far that goes, I think it was 500, it wasn't 5,000, was it? It was 500, I think. I remember, yeah, it was a lot. Um, but I mean, a lot of people got were infected from it. And and um, I mean, you, you've been to a cricket thing, yeah. I mean, how many people were there? Uh, well, probably about twenty thousand, I would say. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't read about any kind of kickback in terms of infection levels and what have you. So it's hard to say. I, I did find it. We went there by train, so I was quite. You know, it was quite interesting how. Yeah, and, and I'm not perfect, so I, you know, I'm still wearing a face covering most of the time in shops, but I, and when I'm out in public. I've, I have forgotten it a couple of times um, and kind of gone yeah. in anyway. So I'm, I'm not quite in the habit as much as I was of, of taking 
a face covering everywhere with me. Um, so it's quite easy how actually I, I found myself slipping back into old habits quicker than I thought yeah. I would do actually. So I wonder if that's the same for, cause you know, uh, yeah, there was still, a, there is still a pretty high level of mask use. Um, but it's definitely dropped, hasn't it? So, you know, we're not all evil people just cause you, def- you forget to take one out with you and that doesn't mean you kind of, uh, yeah, you're an evil, nasty person. We're just kind of slipping back into our old ways, aren't we? Yeah, and and the the thing that we have to look at, I guess, as a society, is is that okay? You know, are we going to allow people to be who they are, or are we going to get into this discrimination thing about? Um, because what happens if we get to Christmas, say, and We've had a, a bit, bit of a spike. It seems to be going up at the moment, but who knows how long that will go on for. What happens then if people are saying, uh, no, you're not welcome to come to Christmas dinner unless you have been double-jabbed or maybe you've been double-jabbed and had a booster, you know? Um, and I, I, I guess the thing that, um, in terms of what I do with people, I get people that are anxious and people that are angry and all that kind of stuff. Um, about what's been going on. Um, but overall, we as animals, as human beings, are group animals. We live in groups. We socialise in groups. Um, and it's, it's tough enough in our society with people living individually, and um, um, especially older people that kind of get separated out into homes and all that kind of stuff. Um, but... We're, we're potentially looking at something which is going to disrupt those social connections. Um, and I see people that are so angry about different things that have gone through COVID that maybe they will never talk to that branch of their family again, you know, that kind of stuff. And, and, and I wonder how much beyond all the kind of the economic and the health and the, and the job stuff, I wonder what this is doing to us at a social level. Mm. Um, and that concerns me quite a lot, really. When I'm yeah, I mean, in some ways, that's probably the most concerning like aspect of all of it, all of this, isn't it? Like, where, how we come out of it yeah. as like a community um, at the end of it, because we've already been through kind of some pretty uh, shaky things in the last um, ten years in terms of coming out of the recession and good old Brexit in the UK, which you know drove a bit of a wedge <laughs> down the yeah. middle of families. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah strange times eh? Mm. I mean how how do you feel about um, if people are coming to visit you because now life's opening up and it's like you you went on holiday and you saw family and stuff like that you know were were you conscious aware or worried as to whether any of them had had vaccinations or were wearing masks or whatever yeah not really I mean yeah so on in on holiday in Northumberland, we've got family up there that we saw quite a lot of, but it was all, t- all tended to be outside. So I'm outside, I kind of have this kind of feeling of invincibility. So you kind of, we're outside, it's fine, do what you want. Um, I, I should add as well that we like we had a, a sickness bug in our family in the first week as well, um, which actually made me really con- more conscious than ever, actually, of like who I was seeing the following day and stuff like that, because I didn't want to pass it on to someone else because we knew who we got it from and it obviously spread, spread around quite easily. So was, what, was it the norovirus? Yeah. It was like, there was something similar. Yeah. It must've been that it was horrible. Yeah. 
yeah. horrible. A horrible virus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, horrible, but kind of strangely satisfying in, as well. Kind of, yeah, it felt like I've, when I'd come through it, I felt kind of weirdly refreshed. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I wouldn't wish it on that that night on anyone, to be honest. Uh, so that that was something that I was kind of a bit like being wary of, like not to go immediately into hugging people and, and what have you. So, um, yeah, I guess I'm pretty chilled out about it on the whole. Um, and I'm kind of one of those late thirty year old types who, but I've, I've had I'm double vaxxed, so I feel almost invincible i guess what's quite interesting is that you kind of every few days in the news or somewhere lodged on the side of a website you'll see a story about some person of an a similar age to me actually who refused the virus and now is in hospital you know and they're kind of begging people not to do what they do and then the next day they've passed away and they've died and you're like that's kind of these weird little i mean i'm not denying that they didn't happen but uh it's it's funny the placement of the stories is like it's like yeah obviously there's there's some kind of machine there telling us to go and go get the jab <laughs> you know? yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, I i mean i i've had the the vaccinations primarily um not thinking about myself i mean i'd already had the virus by the time i got to be jabbed um but more from the point of view of other people you know like we've got elderly relatives and stuff like that who would be vulnerable yeah so to me it would it seemed like the right thing to do generally you know for those people around me plus the client group that i work with some of them are um uh, are compromised at an immune level you know um so it, it kind of made sense to me to do it but um the the issue for me is if you if you've been vaccinated the ch- the chances are that you're less likely to be damaged by any infection anyway right but pe- people are saying to me when i say that to them the people that have been vaccinated and not feeling good about other people coming into the world um who haven't bothered to get the vaccination what they're saying to me is yeah but people that have been double jabbed are still getting the infection. Yeah. And where are they getting it from? They're getting it from those people that haven't been vaccinated. That's why I don't want them in my house or in my office. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess, you know, last summer, a year ago, things kind of went out the window a little bit because, yeah, it was quite, it was warm and sunny. Everyone was outside and then school started up and then it all kicked off again. So my lads yeah. start back in school tomorrow morning. Um, and there's schools are back to normal, so there's no kind of class bubbles. Everyone's mixing up playtime and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So uh, yeah. it's, all, it's all out the window. So I'm I'm a little bit nervous. Nervous isn't the right word, but I'm well, maybe it is about yeah, what what the next month or two will bring. Um, but like I, I say, mean, the, the likelihood is that over the next few weeks it's going to go up. Now whether it goes up and keeps going up or whether it just goes up and has like a bubble and then comes back down again mm. because people are I mean in going back to school going back to work and um, people coming off holidays you know we, we don't know do we what um what infections people are going to be carrying with them I tell you something that surprises me I expected a lot more people to be concerned about the uh, amount of refugees that are coming into the con- this country and other countries. 
from Afghanistan. And no, no one seems to have spoken on the news about, you know, these people's COVID status. Um, yeah. And yet I've had quite a few clients say to me, you know, this isn't right. You know, people are coming in, they could be carrying a, another variant and, and all that kind of stuff. But that it, it, it's that issue about uh, it leads to more discrimination. You know, we're discriminating against people all the time. Yeah. Um, and I, think, I don't know. It's, I think maybe... Uh, uh, Everyone realizes that you know if you're going to get it anywhere, it's probably in this country. So they're probably have, they're pitying the refugees even more because not only are they fleeing a you know a war torn or like real really destabilized place, they're actually heading to somewhere. Or the ones that are coming to the UK, they're heading to somewhere where, it's, <laughs> where we've got a, a crazy virus on the loose, kind of mutating in you know, yeah. every <laughs> every minute. <laughs> yeah. Dear me. So yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, we've got things like, you know, Christmas coming up and stuff like that. You know, does any of this occur to you in your thinking about, you know, who's allowed to do what with who kind of thing? Well, no, we, we actually might be having quite a quiet Christmas, just the four of us by the looks of it, because we've got family of family are going off in different directions and we've got new nieces and nephews on the on the cards on the horizon. So I think we might actually have a quite a quiet Christmas anyway. Um yeah, so yeah, we're not really thinking about that. And we had my grandma's birthday party at the weekend. She was ninety-two, so we were all in the back garden having fun, playing games. So, well, and there was no, there was no kind of checking vaccination status on the way in, as far as I remember. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, but it, it surprised me today that I visited one of the factories that I've been covering, and. This is the first time in 18 months that I didn't have to have my temperature taken. Uh, okay. So they, they've they've relaxed back that far, which did quite surprise me actually, because that they they are quite sticklers for um, making sure that you know everybody sort of plays the game, plays by the rules. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it, uh, so that it, if that is is people's attitudes, you know, as in people are starting to act like it's it's over or it's coming to an end, which is fair enough, that's where we're up to, then um, that does mean that um, uh, that any potential infection will increase. But the issue is it, it's the herd immunity, how many of us are covered and the rest of it. Like I say, the thing that bothers me is the way that we're treating other people around us, whether they've you know been jabbed or not. And I suppose overall the issue is, and it, and it's a word that I hear used more and more in the media. But it's like maybe now is the time to be kind, to be kind to each other, you know, and yeah. to, and to focus on that whole sense about you know how can we look after each other, how can we do the best that we can for each other. Yeah, and generally, I mean, for all the doom and gloom and the uh, the, the scare or the the odd scary story you hear, and the story about people falling out generally, you know, from, from the places I was visiting over the, over the holidays and the, the shops that we were going back in and the restaurants and cafes that we were returning to, everyone was just really happy to be out and seeing each other again. And, uh, even yeah. no, 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 who knows how long this kind of normal ish period will last, but on the whole, it was just, yeah, quite a joyous experience and everyone seems pretty chirpy. Yeah. 
So we should probably yeah, focus. We should probably focus on that, shouldn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I, and I think that's the point, really, is that that we can either create exclusion at this point, or we can create inclusion. Hmm. And it's like, what, what do we want to do? Where do we want to end up with it? Yeah. Um, and I hope that we do end up in a situation where people are starting to rebuild themselves socially. Um, I mean, can you remember the whole thing last Christmas where um, it, it was almost like um, Boris Johnson became Scrooge and Christmas was going to be banned and all that kind of stuff, and and then it was kind of then it was okay for a few days, and then we're, we're back into the can't can't meet um, all that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, I and do. it was I like I remember the. Uh, I just remember that moment when the announcement was made. You know, not long before Christmas. Uh, yeah, that plans plans had to change all of a sudden, and we didn't we weren't getting our five days together with family. It was just one day, and yeah, it was yeah, quite. Yeah. It was a really crazy time, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, but it's like we, we we've got to do some repair work here about you know <clears throat> um, looking after each other, being kind, um, and the issue of, of whether people are vaccinated or not, chosen to or not, the people that are most vulnerable to the virus are the people that have chosen not to be vaccinated. Um, and we have to allow them that. Yep. You know, and uh, um, I, I would hope that families do do some work at putting themselves back together um, and not excluding each other from different situations. Yeah. yeah, I hope so. Like the old like the old man in Home Alone who shovels the streets, you know, and salts the sidewalks. He kind of comes back together, doesn't he, with, uh, with his family yeah. at the end and the, the spirit of Christmas, all is forgiven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're all all right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, what's your results then, Sean? What are you linking to? Um, I, I've put down the original documents that was um, used to uh, assess the kind of the equality um, based around covid um, and it's quite an interesting read as the government document you know, that was used in 2020. Um, cool. And uh, it just, just gives you a little kind of insight into the way things are kind of looked at or not. You know. yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, I'll link to that. And I'm going to link to selfishly my own um, Eventbrite registration page because it's a week on Sunday, the 12th of September, yeah. is my uh, our Levy Hume Summer Cycle event, little free family event in the countryside so uh sign up if you can all you rural folks yeah um and uh will there be covid restrictions to this event you, you know we had a visit today it's it's 100 outside so we don't think actually we need to do anything apart from just kind of maybe have a sign up saying well we'll probably have some hand sanitizer on the registration desk um and that's about it really because it's all outdoors so yeah keep your mm. distance but have fun so yeah come along yeah if you are on the world come and come and say hello and find me and i'll be hiding yeah, yeah. hiding behind a tree somewhere just being yeah. nervous about things going wrong or some kid falling yeah. over and scraping their knee or something so is that that's a brimstage hole is it is that yeah well, yeah we're actually we're starting at clare house this time um by yeah. Clatterbridge hospital um yeah. but you, yeah if you're coming on bikes you can go you can get in via brimstage hall but for those coming in cars uh, with bikes, you know, bikes in the boot and all that for kids, come to yeah. come to Clare House. But it's all in the registration form, and I'm going to email everyone. Um, yeah, with with updates on the day because yeah, the weather looks 
well, tentatively, this far out is looking all right, but we'll uh, we've got to play it by ear and see how it, how we go closer to the time. Yeah, yeah, should be fun. Though. Sounding good. Yeah, yeah, wicked man. Gonna have some fun. All right, Sean, that's a nice one. Good stuff. Okay. Keep smiling, be happy, and look Likewise. after your family. I'll see you soon in that camper van, Sean. You yeah. take it easy. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See you later, everyone. Okay. You take care. Bye. See you. Bye. See you. Bye.